Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close to personal some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Caden Mueller Jensen with us today. She is an actress and a singer-songwriter. She stars as Hartley in the new Disney Channel series, Villains of Valley View, which is airing now. Her debut single, Kiss Kiss Baby, landed a number one spot on Radio Disney and was a top five most requested video on Music Choice along with her song, Walk. And she recently released her latest single, No Maybe. And we're excited to talk to her about all that and then some more. Yes. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I always like to start out the show the same way. You know, last couple of years have been rough for a lot of people, but especially in entertainment. Yeah. Um, so how has all this affected what you do and what have you done to maneuver through this? I mean, you know, this is my first big role. So I will say this is like the first time I've actually gotten to work and stuff. But especially during COVID times, you know, it's it's very strange and different. You know, it's something we're definitely not used to. And, you know, when COVID first started out and I was doing auditions and stuff, like everything just shut down out of nowhere. Like I didn't get auditions for months. I mean, because it was, everything was shut down, especially in California. So, I mean, it was a struggle for a bit to try and get auditions like back up and hopefully book something. But I actually ended up booking Hartley over Zoom because of COVID. It just flew out straight from there. So, yeah, I mean, it ended up working out pretty good, I will say. And, you know, that's awesome. kind of probably made a catch-22 because although it's like now they're willing to do auditions through Zoom so you yeah. don't have to be in L.A., but then that makes it to where everybody can. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like there's so many, like, pros and cons to it you know what i mean like you can you know you have the opportunity where you don't have to leave your home and you can connect with people on here and you don't have to travel hours to do a callback or an audition but at the same time you don't get that in-person like chemistry and and feel that you would with with a casting director or producer or whoever that you're gonna be talking or doing your audition with yeah, because many of the people that we've brought on who have been actors and actresses have told us that, that there's nothing that replaces that. So if you're on Zoom and you've got other people that are auditioning on a local level, it's really hard to compete with them because of that. Yeah. I mean, sure. <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's like for us, you know, we launched this show back in 20, you know, January 2020. So a couple months before COVID. So, you know, our original plan was maybe 100 interviews that first year. And we thought if we could do that, be a great foundation. And then everything gets shut down. And I'm watching everything get shut down. I was like, you know, this could be our year to shine. Brand new show. People who normally wouldn't give a brand new show a chance might be willing to give a chance. So mm -hmm. we end up doing over 300 interviews that first year. And we're over almost 600 now. Oh, wow. That's insane. <laughs> so it's been a wild run. It has. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a good thing that you guys kind of use that time to like... <laughs> grow and everything. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting love bites right now. I don't really oh, know. How adorable. He wants attention. If I put him on the floor, he'll start barking. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, what's been great about this whole venture is, you know, we would have, you know, we never imagined being where we are with the show because no. our original plan was also, we were an up and coming country music mm -hmm. um, show. Oh wow! So, that's the roots. Of that's the, show. the roots. Yeah, so all of a sudden, when COVID happened, 
-hmm. I opened the doors for um, all music. I was like, well, you know, we can do all music. And yeah. then by September, I was starting to have a you know, September 2020. I was having a hard time booking people because they were starting to get gigs again. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I wonder if we just become an entertainment interview show and bring on actors. How would that work? And then, they, and then here we are. Yeah. Oh, so now you're kind of like spread until all of the entertainment. Because yeah, our very first major actor that we brought on was Ed Asner. Yeah. Oh, wow. But that that's like awesome at the same time because you can branch out and meet so many different people and have like different viewers from everywhere who are interested yeah. in watching that stuff. Wow. That's and, awesome. and it's been great because we've got so many people to choose from. We got so many, you know, between all the genre type stuff, but they all have the same goal. They're chasing yeah. that dream. They're either chasing that dream or they're living that dream. But either yeah. way, it's amazing to talk to so many different people within the entertainment industry. Oh, for sure. I mean, even when I was on set, like meeting everybody, I was like asking, I was like, what do you do? What do you do? What does your job do? Like, I, I always love talking to people and like learning about what they're doing, what their passions are and and why they're doing this job or or. Yeah. So I can totally like relate to that, like meeting all these different people. It's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. And, you know, and a couple of things that we've learned through interviewing so many people is there, a, you know, common denominator between everybody who's chasing that dream. It seems like three things on the people who are at the top of their game that, that one was, of course, hard work. No, nobody disputes oh, yeah. that one. Hard work. That. Um, sure. The right connections at the right time, of course, mm -hmm. happen. And then at the same time, a little bit of luck. Oh, yeah. That, that's always the because, again, like even with our show, you know, we were lucky we launched it when we did. Like if we become a really big show in the next couple of years, we will also be able to say it was part luck because we had yeah. no idea COVID was going to be the catapult. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's so funny you say that because sorry got a call for some reason but no it's so funny you say that because that's literally what i tell people when, they, when it's like about the industry it's like oh like um like what uh you get what i'm trying to say like uh what, what what do you have to do when it comes to being in the industry and i was like oh hard work luck and really just like talent i guess you know what i mean it's kind of amazing <laughs> those three things like but yeah <laughs> Yeah, and and that's a part. And again, sometimes people try to hide that a little bit, like you know, they're like it's nothing but hard work and this and that. And you know, I don't care if you're a bit at the top of your game in any industry. Like I, I remember an interview with Mark Cuban, and somebody asked him, "Could he build what he's built now?" And I, I'll never forget what he said. He says, "To be honest with you, no matter what, I would always become a millionaire again if I lost it all." He says, but I would probably never become a billionaire because it was the timing and luck that happened when he launched his first major internet company. Oh, gotcha. That's so, kind of funny. Well, not funny, but like kind of cool. I mean, at the same time, it's like, I mean, it, it is it is really luck to make that like big moment. You know what I mean? Like it, it really does apply to have all three if you want to have that big, I mean, in his case, being a billionaire, I wish I was a billionaire. I feel like it would be so easy being a billionaire or a millionaire at least. He's like, oh, yeah. the way this, oh, I can totally be a millionaire again. <laughs> How do you make a million bucks? I I need the 
the recipe for that, please. <laughs> you got to remember down. once you've been there and yeah. you got that connection. Because again, connections is a lot too. You know, if you true. still have those connections, it helps you move. Again, like he said, he'd never be able to be a billionaire again if he lost it all. But he would definitely be able to make the millionaire. So he says, I was just a hard worker. I was not going to quit. I was going to be a millionaire no matter what. He says, but I could have never imagined launching a company that was at that right time. So there was some luck behind it. And again, that's what we have found with a lot of the big people that we've um, interviewed is almost every one of them says that there was a form of luck that happened right there that took them to that next level that then exploded everything. Oh, for sure. I mean, even with this show, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you definitely had to do a little bit with luck because there's no way. I mean, I'm going to so be honest. So when I got the audition for Hartley, I actually got it. it I was two days late on the audition just because I had a lot of things going on. And I was like, and I've been auditioning for Disney for like six years, maybe longer. And I was just like, you know, I, I, I'm almost about to be what, I think I was turning 19 at the time. I was like, I'm almost 19. They're not going to want me. Da, 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 da. So I just did it. I gave it my best shot still at the end of the day because my manager called me and he was like, Hayden, you need to do it. Like, come on. And I, I always do any audition I get, but I was just a bit yeah. bad. But it ended up being like that a few days later, I got my call back and with a chemistry read with Izzy. And it, it really just had to do with luck because I'm sorry, out of all of the hundreds of auditions <laughs> I've done over the years and, and and all of that for this to be the one like perfect timing and then just kind of like taking me into that next step into my career was just kind of like awesome but at the same time I'm ho I'm hoping it's not the only blessing that I get <laughs> <laughs> like don't stop here please no I'm kidding you know, and this perfect segment to where I want this to go now because you know we talked a little bit about the luck side but without the hard work side you don't get to the luck side that comes later. You eventually get some lucky breaks that happen. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see that grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get to any level with entertainment. And we always want to talk about that because almost everybody kind of sugarcoats this. Uh, and so tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to even to get to where you are today. I mean, you know, I started acting and singing at a, pretty young age, you know, I, I figured out pretty young that I, I wanted to be a singer and actress. So it kind of put me in the situation, you know, socially as a kid, I really had to sacrifice like my friends and hanging out with them because of doing auditions, traveling, recording sessions, photo shoots, whatever that I had to do, you know, I, I would get to have like really, I got to have a teenage experience, but you know, not to the point that it was like any any normal teenage girl, but also yeah. it, it at a young age, it is a lot to handle, like the pressure of like all of the things that you need to handle this on your own, the lines and all of that and the work. And not only in art, was I juggling acting, but also singing. And, and, you know, growing up in middle school, it was, it was hard, you know, and in, in Florida, in middle school, the, Kids my age were not really thinking about their careers and like what they really wanted to do. They were thinking about like, you already knew. yeah. And they were like hanging out and like partying and like doing like grown, like cool middle school, high school stuff. And I was like still in my kid era at like 13, well, 12, 13, 11, whatever years old, like 
big poofy hair, bright bows. I was super sweet, you know, like very outgoing. I was very myself, you know what I mean? Bright, bubbly, actually a lot like Hartley. And, you know, kids didn't really end up liking that, especially in school. So I ended up getting bullied like really hard. And I was told constantly that I wasn't pretty enough to ever be an actress. I wasn't a good enough singer to, to, to be in the industry. I would never make it, all this stuff. I've been told by many people throughout like the years and kids and even adults sometimes and in my and home. Social media has made it easier for them to do that. And, and now social media as well too, and especially with the show. And, and you know, I never, it did affect me a lot when I was younger, but I kind of did have to learn that, you know what, at the end of the day, people are going to have opinions about whatever they want. And yeah. all that really matters is if you're happy with yourself and with who you are. And, and if you are proud and happy with what you're doing, that's all that matters. And, and, you know, now I'm surrounded by a really good group of people and, you know, that make me really motivated to have this career. And, you know, honestly, I think it kind of fueled like, me wanting to work so hard to kind of prove those people wrong. Like, hey, yeah. you know what? You had all these things to say about me and I still kept going and I was still nice. I kept working hard and, and now and now I'm here. So, I mean, and we're going to keep going up, hopefully. And now you're on Disney. And now I'm on Disney, which is pretty cool, <laughs> if I could say. <laughs> so tell us about your role and, mm -hmm. and there and how did all that happen? So, um... Yeah, so Hartley, she is a very funny girl. She is, you know, very kind, outgoing, optimistic. Um, she's definitely a people pleaser and doesn't like to lie, which gets like it's kind of a challenge for her throughout the season, you know, dealing with a family of super villains <laughs> and like, being so nice and having good morals. Like she does spend a lot of the time throughout the show kind of running after them and being like, hey, maybe it's it's a bad idea to go and, you know, put somebody in a locker or something like that. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, the whole experience honestly has been insane. You know, last week we just finished shooting and it feels like everything's just like flown by. Like when you're in it, it feels like everything's long. But then like now that we, we finished shooting, it's like, Oh my God, like I don't want to finish working. You know what I mean? It's it's mm -hmm. gone to do some crazy, awesome stuff like stunts and some music, which oh, I'm not really supposed to talk about that, but I'll tell you, we do do some some sort of music in the show as well. Oh, I'm really, really excited for, for people to hear. Um and yeah, yeah I mean it's it all happened really fast, you know, the casting process. Like, I mean, three weeks after my audition, I think I was flying out there to to do the test pilot. And, you know, if we did it, came back home. A few months later, we got picked up. And now it's, I don't know, it's like a dream. There's almost no words for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm endlessly grateful and appreciative to, to have this opportunity and be able to learn from like not only the crew, but my castmates who are, you know, very established actors in the, in the industry. And, you know, I, as you can see, I'm still in shock. Like I still haven't really processed everything, but I'm, I'm just excited. <laughs> and you know, that's the best way to stay because if you get to the point where you're like, well, I should get this, 
you know, then all of a sudden it becomes a whole different you. Whereas, you know, you, the blessings will keep coming if you're like, if you're just like stunned, you know, wow. You know, like even with our show, when we get certain people that we have watched in the eighties and nineties on our show, oh, yeah, that we grew, or up, we grew up with. And we're like, man, like um, one of our really surreal moments was when we had Brian Luttrell from the Backstreet Boys on. Yeah. No way. That's somebody I used to have posters of <laughs> on my <laughs> Were you freaking so, out? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. We held it together, but it was pretty cool. And then so, the crazy so. part was apparently he looked us up a little bit before he yeah, came on. He made we, us both about dropping drop Because he, we had part. him, his wife, and his son all yes. on it together. That was really cool, too. <laughs> and and he, he looks into the camera and tells us, he says, you know, I hear you, um, y'all write music too. Cause we, we write lyrics, but not the yeah. music side, but yeah, we were like, and... how'd he know that? And of course knows. we keep saying the trail. I think it's literal, literal, but you know, yeah. I'm so used to saying the trail, but yeah. I think it's actually Brian literal. Yeah. Is the actual <laughs> it's pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> It's His hardcore fans would probably be upset with that. They would. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we try to get names right. <laughs> I'm dead. Hey, I mean, I never really cared. You know, my my last name is Dutch. You know, so everybody here always has a difficult time like pronouncing it. You know, so I always just let it slide. I never care. But I mean, I know some people are really like, "That's not my name." Like, <laughs> pronounce it that way. I'm like. Sorry, it was just bad at school or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of music earlier, tell us a little bit about your music side of oh, stuff. Yes, you know, you just released do. a new song and yeah. So I mean, even that's really shocking to That came up pretty fast as well. I mean, <laughs> you know, no, maybe just release kind of. I I just wanted to put it out there, you know, and especially sure. with, with the show being released now, I wanted people to see like, hey, I actually do make music. I know I wrote something a while ago, but I'm still making music. So here, check it out. And No Maybe was actually a, a song that I made when I made Kiss Kiss Baby, which is when I was 13. So oh, wow. and No Maybe was the first one. So the chorus of the song is actually my original vocals from when I was 13. And the voices and stuff are all like my actual like, Re retakes of it and it's um i don't know I i'm working on music right now as well throughout the summer i'm gonna be releasing some stuff and i have a ep coming out in october oh, oh, about that my bad <laughs> but, yeah, i i'm i'm super excited you know i i've been really busy with the show and stuff so now that we finish shooting i now have time to focus more on music especially yeah. since that has always been my my first love. I started with music before I started with um. Oh, wow. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing all this takes a village, as they say. It does. And in it our really opinion, does. the teams never get the love they deserve. They and on don't. our show, they get some love. So mm -hmm. take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. So. One of my favorite people is John Weston. He is my music manager. Um, he has been around since, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I think we've known each other for five years now. I don't know. He almost feels like a second father to me, you know what I mean? Like to the point that he's seen me grow up. He's seen like my music evolve and, and what, where my interests have like changed or, or, you know, like my view and, and, you know, I have a really good 
really good team around me. They're all very nice and very supportive. They all have like my best interest in mind. And, you know, there's also my agent who is Stella Alex and Mark and their assistant Nakai. There's my managers on my acting side who's Nelson and Garrett. You know, they're all they all help out and they all are working together in their own ways with both the music and acting. So like there's the oh, two wow. different sides over here. And then your PR teams. Yeah. And then my PR teams as well, which is also I have for music and acting <laughs> as well. Jessica yeah. and her whole team are absolutely amazing. I just started. We, love them. we do. Yes. They, they are great. They, I mean, I beating you guys because of them. So that's obviously great, but I mean, yeah, everybody's so sweet and I'm, I'm really, really appreciative and grateful endlessly for the, for the people that I have on my team because it, it's a good group around them. And I thank you guys so much if you're watching this. Love you guys. <laughs> you know, speaking yeah. of teams, we have a third co-host, our 10-year-old, that we bring on to ask a couple questions. Yeah, so Sandy's going to go get him. I'll get him. And we've got a three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugging this show too because we keep it a family affair. That is great. I love that. Me and my family are very <laughs> you know, together like that too. I mean, my sister has um, a daughter, my niece. She's a, uh, she's four now. Oh my God. I'm getting so, or is she five? No, she's four. I think she's four. She's so big at this point. I don't even know. She could be seven to me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I almost feel like a second mother to that kid too. I mean, I watched it. I, it, I watched her grow up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hopefully she don't watch, right? Yeah, I, mean, I always call her baby. Like she's my my baby. I always remember like when I got to hold her the first time in the hospital and I was just like, I'm too young. I'm too young. No, I'm you know what's funny? When we had little Chris, which you'll meet in him in a minute, mm-hmm. um, I was 40. And at that, and even at 40, I've never held a baby in my life before, before him. He was the first baby I ever held. And, and I remember us coming out of um, the hospital and I've learned why they take this car seat out and go up to put mm-hmm. them in. Because here it is. It was the coldest day of the year at that point. Um, when we're bringing him out, I'm freezing, trying to figure out how to get his little bitty body into this car seat. Yeah. And, then, and then I finally get him in, we get him strapped in. We, we start to drive off. And I remember looking to Sandy and say, now what? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. It's kind of, just, you have to figure it out from there. I mean, I remember when Clendy, my sister first brought Kalea home and it was just kind of like, well, now there's a kid. Like my mom has the experience, of course, because she raised us. But like my sister, you know, she's pretty young at the time. She's 21. So it was kind of like it was a new experience for all of us. We all kind of had to like pitch in. But, you know, it was great. I love kids so much. So, I mean, I'm kind of a kid myself, but still. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, Kaden. So what's your food? My favorite food? Oh, that's kind of a hard one. I would have I would have to say my favorite dish would be corn casserole mm. what's yours mine's pizza oh pizza's awesome what do you what's your favorite topping on your pizza pepperoni sauce and cream and pineapple he's got four favorites i love pineapples on my pizza air high five all right so what's your favorite tv show mm, that's a hard one okay I would have to say my favorite TV show would be Merlin on Netflix. It's really good. It's about a sorcerer, if you know and Merlin. <laughs> and yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob's good. I love SpongeBob. 
Yeah, he's been around for so long and still making new ones. That's 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 like going through all generations here. I know it's insane, and it's still as good as it was before, too, in my opinion. I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's your movie? Oh, right now I would have to say Top Gun would be my favorite. That was really good. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, mine mine is Minions too. Minions. Ooh. Yeah, Are you yeah, he loves the Minions? Are you gonna watch the new one that's coming out soon? The Rise. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yep, he's excited mm. for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I love Minions. Mm. It's so cool. And our little three-year-old, she loves them too. And if we're walking in a mall and there's one in a store, we have to go in there. <laughs> she has she to loves go those little things. Oh. I don't know how many times we've watched Despicable Me too. That's the main one she really loves. Hundreds of times. <laughs> Despicable Me Too is honestly, I think, in my opinion, I think it's better than the first one. But that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> we agree on that one. Bye, thanks. Bye, thank you. It was nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, he loves to do the show, and he wants to eventually do his own little podcast show. <laughs> we already got the name picked out for him and got the domain. Um, <laughs> what is Chris. it going to be? What is it going to be? It's going to be called Chit Chat with Chris. Oh, I love that. And we're going to create it where it's going to be like a 10-minute interview that he does with celebrities. Yes. Oh. I mean, later this year. Because so the great thing is, you know, a celebrity, in the, some will say no, but a lot of them might not because he's 10 and it's yeah, only 10, 10 minutes. 10 minutes of their time. Well, of course. I mean, they have to. So that does that mean that when he turns 11, it's going to be like 11 minutes of their time? <laughs> Maybe. That yeah, we thought thing, about that. That takes 11 minutes. Funny. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, Cause we were, you know, we were going to call it like 10 minutes with Chris or something, but we thought about well, what happens when he gets 11. That's true. Yeah. So, have room so we, to and then he, and then we come it. up with this name chit. We can't, we come up with many different names. Um, right around the word chit chat. And it was like, Oh, that's taken. That's taken. That's yep. taken. And then all of a sudden we were like chit chat. So, and we looked yeah. it up and it was available. Oh, that's oh, it. Really? Oh, that's okay. I mean, in this day and age, you think it wouldn't be, but um, yeah. no, that's well, it's so not funny. now because we own chitchat.com. Well, now chit -chat with, with Chris.com. Chris. Chris. <laughs> yeah. He's so following in your guys' footsteps, mm -hmm. pretty much. <laughs> so, if you could um, co write with since you since you lean more towards uh, music than you said, we'll, we'll use the music side for this question. If you could co write with any artist, who would you pick? Oh, oh my gosh. That's a hard one. I mean, I think I'd have to say Jesse Reyes. She's like one of my one of my favorites right now. I mean, I mean, no, she has been for quite some time. I mean, my sister introduced like her music to me about like three, four years ago. And oh my gosh, this girl has a voice. Very like soul R&B, but mm -hmm. very beautiful. I think she opened up for like Billie Eilish or something during her tour or somebody wow. else with that. Yeah. So she's like, she's really good. She's amazing artist. I mean, she, her songs to me are almost like telling a story. And I love when there's meaning behind a song, even, even if it is a pop song or or a lot of dance music or whatever, if it has a story and a meaning behind it, like that's what speaks to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, and and she's one artist that I really look up to and, and would love to work with someday. Right. And, and we'll flip it. We'll do the actor, yeah. actress side too. Awesome too. Who's an 
actress or actor that you would love to co-star in and what role would you, would you want to play with that actually? Hmm. I have so many favorites. It's always hard to like pick one, you know what I mean? Um, hmm. I would have to say like, Maybe like Halle Berry or something like that. Or Kravitz. I mean, uh, I don't know. There's so many actors that I could. Wait, why am I blanking on her name right now, though? That's not good, but I look up to her. <laughs> Isn't it Char Charlize or Charlene Theron? Oh, Charlize Theron, yeah. Thank you. Sorry, I was blanking on her name. She's so amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely want to work with her someday. I mean, ever since I saw some of the films that she did on Netflix, what was that one that was The Old Guard? That was epic. And she also did one with, um, she played like a president or something like that. I don't know. It was really funny. It was like a comedy love story mm -hmm. type of thing. Amazing. I did totally want to work with her someday. <laughs> yeah. What role would you want to play with her? Hmm. If, I mean, you're creating this. Maybe so. like a stepdaughter that like okay. or something like a comedy yeah. where we like meet each other. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Really She's pretty awesome. Really dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be so cool. Who knows? Who knows? So back in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And and the one of the questions I asked her, I always like to talk about before I um, ask the guests that same question, but was where she want to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story because the answer she gave us back then is sort of tea of what she's living right now. I mean, she really? knew where she was going. Oh, so wow. knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Hopefully. If I, on. I, yeah, hopefully I will be toy touring the, the world and, you know, playing my music and being on the big screens, hopefully. That's that's where I'm trying to, to head towards. If not, you know, that's fine. I'll wait 10 years, maybe 15 max. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, that's kind of my goal for the next five years. I mean, I just love to travel and I I just love to perform. So I want people to hear my music and I want to try all different types of foods and, and meet different people and, you know, work on a diff all different types of projects and, you know, characters. I don't know. I'm kind of a go, go with the flow type of person. If that makes sense. Like I never have a five year like plan, but I will say that that's a goal that I for sure have. <laughs> you know, yeah. speaking of 15 years, let's look further down the road and let's say that 15 years later, you are a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you are there. What do you hope you never forget along that journey? Um, I mean, of course, the people that were always there for me from the start, you know what I mean? I feel like, you know, some people get get one good big job or have a hit single or whatever, and then they all get to their heads and then they all start treating people differently because of their success. And I just hope, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm hopefully if I am successful that day and I am that age that I'm not going to forget about the people that were there for me from the start who always supported right. me and were always kind to me. Because in my opinion, I feel like people are, 
that's like most important, you know, like that, like your happiness, you know what I mean? Like who you're surrounded by and, and, and who you are as a person. So hopefully I just won't forget who I was when I was a kid and didn't, don't change myself for anyone, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes. Love it. What are some things that inspire you? Hmm. That's a really good question. I actually, <laughs> I mean, I'm very spontaneous, so I guess it kind of just, it, it could really be anything. I mean, I mean, you know, my family inspires me. My friends inspire me. I mean, they're all very hard workers. Like, like my mom, she she's very creative. She's kind of an artist, even though she rides horses and stuff, you know, like it, even her words and her wisdom, like, you know, they're always inspiring me with what she's saying or doing and, and, and even friends as well. And, you know, I, I am... I love watching TV shows and movies. I'm a very big person in my free time. That is what I'm doing. I'm watching shows. And I will say that, like, you know, anything that has to do with my career, even music, I'm always just really inspired by just watching other actors and other musicians and artists and, and performers do what they love to do because that's most inspiring to me. When I see somebody being happy with what they're doing, that's what yeah. you know, makes be happy because I want to be that, you know what I mean? Like I want to be as happy as they are with what they're doing. So it inspires me to work harder to, to do something that I love. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. Okay. Making sure. <laughs> and, and what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Um, hopefully my kindness. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, and, and, you know, I don't know. I care really deeply about people. I really do love people. So I just hopefully I will be remembered as a people person and that I love telling people stories with my music and my art and hopefully people enjoy that. <laughs> and if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Hmm. hmm. I always like everybody always asks me this question. I'm just like, I feel like it's kind of like hard. If I mean, if if I could say one thing to them, obviously I'd be like, thank you in the first place for supporting me, but also never forget who you are as a person. Because I feel like, especially with COVID in this day and age, always oh, yeah. stuck on the phones, never always getting to see your family, friends, or you know, th there's a lot of negative stuff that can really affect you right now, and especially when you're younger. You know, you're you're very impressionable. So I think, you know, just just always stay true to yourself and don't don't let that negative stuff and people's opinions and stuff like that ever get to you. You know, if you're happy with who you are, that's all that matters. And yeah. <laughs> and I got one more fun question. If you could be okay. any Disney princess, which one would you pick? Ooh, princess Tiana. That's I love princess. it. That's my dream. Hopefully, if they do a live action version one day, who knows? I'll yeah, maybe. Yeah. So as we start to close out here, I've got a question that I'm going to take it two ways, kind of a two part question. Mm -hmm. The first part of the question is, um, it, you know, what advice would you give that person who wants to do what you do? Um, you know, I will be dead straight. It is a hard industry. You know, if you want to be an actor. Or a musician, you know, there's a lot of people that you are competing against. You know what I mean? You will get a lot of no's and you will, you know, get a, 
a, a lot of times where you are sad and you you do get down about yourself where, where you think that you may not be good enough and all of that. Da, da, da. But honestly, all I would say is if you keep working on your craft and you believe in yourself and, and, and you just keep working hard and, and if that's your true passion, that's what's going to work out. You know what I mean? There's actors who have been in the industry for 25 years who literally auditioned, got no no after no after no after no and finally they had their one big break and then that was it you know what i mean so it, it, it's i would say if my one advice would be don't ever get down about yourself because and don't take anything personally because really it's not really you that they're saying no to it just might be the situation and as we were talking about before it really is about luck talent and hard work you know, it might not be the right fit for you or, or, you know, the perfect role will come. That's what I was always told. Or you could create your own like Sylvester Stallone did. From what I understand, you know, he went he had this script. He went to all the different companies and and they loved the script. And he's like, um, but I have to play the role. Oh, no. Exactly. He's never done this. So he used his own money, found money to bankroll rocky wow. at the beginning and it took off really he, yeah yeah he, he had to bankroll sure. himself because nobody gave him a shot oh wow because they were like well, you've that. never you know, they love the script so much they were like oh no you can't act in this you've never done it mm -hmm. that's insane so, so he created his own role wow or you can do that i mean get high enough in the business that you can do your own thing and make your own movie in it honestly i wish i could do that and the second part to that question is, um, since you've been doing this for many years as a young person, um, what advice would you give that parent that has a child that wants to be in the entertainment business? You know, there's a big difference between, between being supportive and really pressuring somebody. And, you know, I've had a lot of friends in the industry and thank God I was lucky enough to have the mom that I have, that she was super supportive and would never pressure me too hard to, yeah. to, to do something like, like, let's say I was frustrated with something in this, in, in my audition or whatever I was doing. She would never force me or tell me you have to do this or you have to do this audition because she, she knew like I'm her kid at the end of the day, she would never want to force me to do something, you know? And I've met a lot of, you know, parents in the industry that unfortunately do do that and they make it more about themselves than, than the kids. So my advice would be, you know, if, if your kid wants to take this path in the industry, it's already hard enough. You know what I mean? The pressure of, of getting the character and doing the lines or music or whatever you're doing, it's already hard enough going against all these people and, and the nerves. Like what, what that kid needs, needs is really support and just knowing that somebody is there and has their back. And, you know, I mean, that's all. That's that's the really the only advice I, I could give. You know, there are going to be hard times where, you know, your kid might be really upset and sad that they didn't get a job and, and it will really affect them. But, you know, all they need is their parent and just that love and that support. And that's all that they really need to, to do. When and the parents got to know enough, mm -hmm. too, about the child to where maybe the child feels like they've had enough. Exactly. And maybe you realize, you know, this is their passion. So you do have to at that moment push a little bit. Oh, for sure. I mean, there are times, 
for sure. There are times where even when I was a kid, I was just like, I don't want to do this audition. I'm just being a stubborn brat. You know what I mean? And like, of course, my mom would get on my butt about that. I mean, that that's parent duty at the end of the day. It's almost like school and homework. But I will say that, you know, I've seen some situations where, you know, some girls or, or some guys in the industry don't want to act at all anymore. And their parents are like, you have to pay the bills. You wow. can't stop acting. You mm -hmm. have to do this. And putting like right. this, this really big weight on people's shoulders of like, like this is now your responsibility, you know? And and mm -hmm. I've seen I've seen it break and make a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. either get your butt in gear. And all I would ever say is that I was lucky enough to have a mom that didn't do that, who was still supportive but still hard on me yeah. about getting my There's work. A balance. There is a balance. Of course, there. sure. There's hundred percent of balance. It's just yeah, and in this industry, you know, there's, there's a lot of parents who like to make it about themselves, who who wanted to be actors and never could, so they live through their kids. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but but you know, that's the only advice that I could say. You know, just be there for your kid because the industry is already hard enough. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. love that. So tell everybody how they can find you. Um, I mean, everywhere. I'm on YouTube, Instagram. Um, I have a website. I have everywhere i mean now i'm on the show i mean that that's it's all under kate and mueller so you can find me everywhere apple music spotify the whole show yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we really enjoyed having you on today we, we definitely look forward fun. to having you back for more i had a lot of fun i really this has to be one of my favorite interviews so far i will say well, we appreciate <laughs> that, that a lot. we try to be different and then being yeah. husband and wife makes it more unique too yeah, and you guys are just really like chillaxed. I like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And it was really nice talking with your son. <laughs> oh, he, he loved does. it too. He loved it. And good luck to him on his career with, with his talk show and stuff. <laughs> we appreciate it. Appreciate it. And we appreciate so much you. for your time today. All right. Thank you. Have a nice day. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye.